to Ameri Eurovision Cast, a podcast where a very American couple discusses the very European Eurovision Song Contest. Join us as we embrace the best, the worst, and the weirdest that the Eurovision Song Contest has to offer. We're the American couple. I'm Meg. And I'm Lucas. And, well, I guess I'm tempted to say this week, but it's been about a month since our yeah. past episode. <laughs> so I guess this month... Um, but, we did have a very exciting thing happen. That is, preview videos for the Junior Eurovision Song Contest are starting to be posted. Yes, uh, we were for a little bit there. We were in what we called the off-season, sort mm-hmm. of the time between grown-up Eurovision and when Junior Eurovision... Eurovision proper, <laughs> Eurovision classic, right, take exactly. your pick. Right, uh, exactly. And Junior Eurovision, which Junior Eurovision, the final is in November, so we're finally getting into mm-hmm. that season, so that's very exciting. And we will talk about those videos. There are about four up right now mm-hmm. on the site that we can uh, sort of talk, and we have not watched them yet, so I'm excited about that. But first, we have... Two pieces of information about Eurovision proper. Mm-hmm. Two pieces of news that we thought we would share. Right. Uh, the first of those is, well, I guess, not particularly exciting, but it's where we're going to have Eurovision mm-hmm. proper next year. Uh, that is, it has been announced by Ukraine that it's going to be in Kiev. I think you said what the vote was like. Nineteen of the twenty-two people that voted said Kiev. Yeah, it was. It was between Kiev, um, Odessa, and. Nepro, I think it was. Okay. I've heard and, of at least two of those. Right. And out of the two, out of the 22 voters, uh, 19 said Kiev, one said Odessa, and one abstained. So <laughs> it was overwhelmingly Kiev. Uh, it looks, uh, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Kiev mm-hmm. is a very well-known city in Ukraine. Right. It has the best infrastructure. It has the best, like, hotel system set up, public transportation. It's got the money. Um, so are, it they, was, are they currently under siege? Uh, I don't think currently. Okay, well, that's a plus. I mean, that could change. But, right. <laughs> you know, I think they're, you know, pretty okay right now. So, uh, yes, so we do know, unless something happens politically, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it will be uh, Eurovision 2017 will be in Kiev. Um, that was the good news that we that we have a location. Mm-hmm. And then there's some unfortunate news. Uh, unfortunately, in 2017, Bosnia and Herzegovina will not be participating in the contest. That's too bad. It is too bad. It is especially too bad because they took a little break from 2013 to 2015. Mm-hmm. And then last year we saw them come back with Dalal and Dean, Lubavier. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're again, this year they're not going to be in. Right. Wait, now before um, Lubavier was the previous one, what was it like Love and Rewind or something like that? I think it was. Oh, yeah. wow. That, yeah, that was a that was so, a long time ago. It's been a while. It's been a couple years. Yeah. And the reason they were taking the break is actually the same reason that they're not going to be in next year. And it mm-hmm. all comes down to money. Sure. Um, the broadcasting network of the country mm-hmm. needs to have the money to put on an act to put together the act to send a Eurovision. Sure. And they just they just don't have the money. Right. Um, so they have made the official announcement that, alas, no Bosnia-Herzegovina <laughs> this next year. It's kind of sad. It is sad. I'm always sad when countries won't be participating. Right. Um, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I understand why, but... Have we heard anything about Romania for next year? I have not. And I'm really, really hoping that they can make it. Right. But I also wouldn't be surprised. Because, man, they give such great acts. They do. Romania is awesome. Yeah. Um, but if you but, remember this last year, 
moment of silence. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yes. Like, so good. So good. And uh, and if you watch the contest, you don't remember it because it was not there. Right. Right. They had a preview video and we got real excited about it. And then before the actual contest, uh, Romania Broadcasting announced that they wouldn't be able to send them because they didn't have the money. Right. Um, they're, they're like millions of euros in debt <laughs> to Eurovision at this point. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that Romania won't be there. Uh, I'm guessing not. But I would be excited if they were. I hope yeah. they are, but yeah. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> sure, sure. So yeah. those are our two pieces of news about Eurovision proper. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Junior Eurovision. Yeah. This is very exciting. We haven't really had much to talk about. That's right. Uh, but we do now. Uh, so we have, I'm not sure how many countries are going to be in Junior Eurovision this year, but we do have four that have already posted preview videos. Uh, now... You may remember, as as you know, uh, we're not going to hear nearly as much English mm-hmm. as we're used to, uh, since according to Junior Eurovision rules, they're kind of under one of the previous sets of Eurovision rules, uh, that they have to sing in one of the official languages of the country they're from. So we have Belarus, Russia, Bulgaria, and Ukraine. Um, as far as I know, I, I don't think any of them have English as an official language, but I could be wrong. We'll see. I guess we will. Because I imagine if English is one of your official languages, you're going to sing in it for Eurovision. Uh, probably since so. Such, a, such an advantage to sing in English. Yeah, um, yeah. But I guess we'll. I guess we'll see. We don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into it. Yeah, uh, we are going to start with I don't know. Uh, let's Belarus. Do, yeah, let's do Belarus. This is Alexander Minenok uh, singing. Now here again, not in English, and I don't actually know it, Belarusian whatever language they speak uh and and things are written in the cyrillic alphabet which i have very limited knowledge of so i'm going to do my best uh it's musica muik pobed something like that uh in english that's music of my heart or music of my victories oh i'm sorry music of my victories yeah Yes, music of my victories. I just That's assumed right. it was heart. I couldn't see the whole translation. I assumed it was heart because it's Eurovision. Right. But no, no, no. music of music of my victories. Victories, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interestingly, as I'm looking at it, th- what I have to do when I'm looking at Cyrillic is remember my Greek mm. and hope that it's close. And it's not really that close. It turns out. Um, yeah. It's all it, Greek it looked, to it, me. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, it's it's Cyrillic. <laughs> I, so, I don't speak either. So, so with no with no further ado, <laughs> music of my victories. So what do you think? It's just like Eurovision, only smaller. <laughs> oh, okay. I have to get over that. Okay. Like, that cute. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Because they're all going to be like that. But it's, it was actually like a standard uh-huh. Eurovision song and mm-hmm. perform for the most part, performance. Yes. Um, except that they were small children right. doing it. He had background dancers, mm-hmm. backup dancers. Uh, he had pretty cool hair. Sure. It was... Uh, it's the kind of hair you would see on yeah. a, oh, it's, somebody in the Eurovision Song Contest. Eurovision hair. Yeah. Um, 
the song was really upbeat, really poppy, mm-hmm. like really fun. Yeah. I, it was. I have no idea what they were saying. Um, right. Well, you know. Belarusian. Right. Belarusian. What? Whatever they speak there, I don't yeah, know. Don't know. Uh, not English. Did not understand it. Right. Uh, but I liked it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they also had, as we've gotten used to in you know adult Eurovision, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the stuff happening on the screen behind them, whatever you want to call it, visuals back there. And that did clarify at one point uh, where, because of the accent, we couldn't tell. But once they started showing it on the back, part of the lyrics were listing out different types of music. So there's um, funk, rock, pop, jazz, reggae, (laughs) country. Yeah. We saw it on the screen like, oh, oh. That's what he's he's saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think the other part of the mm-hmm. performance that we need to talk about yes we need to talk about the hoverboard yes there were three there were three hoverboards yes. um in the last third i would say of the song mm-hmm. like all of a sudden he and two of his background dancers are on hoverboards yes now to be clear these are like hoverboards like the two wheels that you control by leaning oh, on yeah, your feet. Not- we're not talking back to the future no, right no. They, they don't they don't have that no, no, no. Yeah, they're just the like the ones that catch on fire. Those are right. the ones that they were on. Yes. Um, Presumably not, not those ones, but it well, is Eurovision. Well, you know, so who knows? Maybe those uh, be extra points. So yeah, that was that was like the <laughs> the required weird thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the performance, yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is a pretty good standards. Oh, there's the weird thing. They're on hoverboards, right? <laughs> but overall, I liked it. I think he's probably now not having watched any any junior Eurovision at all. I, right. I feel like. He's got a chance. I feel like it's yeah. pretty good. He's a good singer, and it yeah. was fun. So felt good to me too. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. Who are we? Who are okay. we watching next? Well, next we're going to be um, watching Russia. Uh, this is um, Sofia Fisenko performing "Živaya Voda," which means "Living Water." <laughs> Well, that's my new favorite. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. It was even more Eurovision-y than the previous. <laughs> it was. Like, she needs to go on the road with Ivan mm-hmm. from Belarus. Yeah. And they need to have some weird, naturalistic, wolf-based performance uh-huh. art. Yeah. Um, so it's she's she's wearing, like, a long, hippie dress. Yeah, it looks just like hippie dress she's to me. She's got yeah. super long white girl dreads. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing, like, a King of the Wood Elves crown yeah it kind of looks like that it's it's very silvery yeah and yeah. branchy and stuff and yeah. her, she's got three background dancers and they are all dressed up like max from where the wild things are yes that that's exactly right more or less yeah um they are all in their wolf suits <laughs> being wild things yes. and they are doing some interpretive dancing oh yeah something going on well they've got the fog machine rolling yeah. from the very beginning it's, it's awesome yeah and this i 
mean, the song is good too. It's, it was. It's, it's got. Um, I always like when they have a little bit of like the traditional feel, mm-hmm. like an in instrumentation or just like rhythm or. And this has yeah. it. This yes. has that. Uh, my only concern is that I'm not on some of the held notes. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like she was super strong. Okay. Yeah, I was actually surprised watching it at the maturity of her voice. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like she ha- she has her adult voice basically. She does because at the end she's she's like thanking everyone. She's got like a little kid voice, right? When she's talking, but when she's singing, I mean that her voice would not be out of place in grown up right. Eurovision. That's what um, I was thinking, and I yeah. actually wouldn't be surprised if we see her in a couple years, right? Because this is. She's gonna she's gonna be a contender, I think, for Junior Eurovision. Sure. Having only seen two episodes or two two performances and right. nothing of Junior Eurovision <laughs> before, um, and we're usually wrong about these guesses, but I would right. say based on what little we've seen, right? But we do know that Russia does take people who have done yes. well in Junior Eurovision and pass them on to straight up Eurovision. Right. So I I feel like we might be seeing Sophia again, but mm-hmm. I really I enjoyed this. I got to mm-hmm. This is this is Eurovision. This is what I want from yeah. Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh so yeah, I'm super excited. Um so who is next? Do you want to do the other Sophia? Uh let's see. Well, next up I have oh. written down sorry, I already That's wrote okay. down an order. Uh, Bulgaria, which would be Lydia Ganeva singing the translation is Magical Day. Uh, I believe the original because I know you tune in to hear me try to pronounce <laughs> words I don't know how to say is Vepshebodel, uh, something like that. Magical Day. Magical Day. <laughs> So what do you think? Oh my gosh, I can't even. It was so cute. Yeah. It was so cute. I, oh, I thought I was doing so good with Russia because she was like, she was cute, but she was, right. she, like you said, she had her grown up voice, but this little girl doesn't. She does. Oh, and the video was full of adorable children doing adorable things adorably. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I it just, it's too cute. It was cute. pretty cute. It's so cute. <sighs> so, so tell us a little bit about the video. It's just, it's adorable. Right. Um, other than that, though, <laughs> it's good. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked the song. I thought it was it was very pleasant to listen to. Yeah. Uh, now, in terms of the video, what, what they were showing, and I don't know how they're going to reproduce anything like this on stage, but it was a, a bunch of different kids. I just say like doing things that they enjoy doing. Yeah. Right. So there was a kid like playing the drums. There were a couple kids playing chess, dancing, there... doing a magic trick. Right. right. Um. Yes. This doing was ballet and so on. The first out of the three that was like um music video instead right. of a stage performance. The other right. two were the stage performances. This was our first like preview music video. Right. Exactly. So there's. I mean, they can't have that many people on stage. Right. Yes. Yeah, so... But they could do videos in the background. I guess. Oh, that's true. They could. They they could get around things that way probably. But it was real cute. It was real cute. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. um. It was very upbeat, and then at the end, they had everyone on, like, all of them together on camera, mm-hmm. not able to clap together. Did you notice that? Because yeah. kids can't clap, so no. it was, like, kids, like, not being able to clap together. Right. Um, and singing, like, sort of the end chorus, which was actually in English. Mm-hmm. Part of it. Right. Right. So, I, I didn't catch all of the words, but, like, kind of, what's the difference between us, right? That kind of thing. 
Yeah, it doesn't that's, matter that's what at all down. what's the difference between us. Right. That's, yeah. Right. So I, I'm guessing that what the message of the song is, is like, sure, we have, we're different people. Right. We have all these different interests, that kind of thing. But, you know, in the end, what does it matter? Right? We're all people. Right. That'd be my guess. Yeah, something like that. Um, no, knowing absolutely no Bulgarian. Right. It was it was good though. I liked it. Oh yeah, I liked it. It was super cute. Um, she was good. She mm-hmm. was very earnest. Yes. Which um mm-hmm. you don't always get, and I think I think that we've shown our preference for that. Yeah. In proper Eurovision, that I prefer yes. performers who maybe aren't so slick. Right. But have a very earnest uh, performance, and she was definitely like. Mm-hmm. Like her, you know, she was just dancing around, you know, like yeah. a kid. She wasn't like super slick performance, but no. she really meant it and was good and, and had a good voice mm-hmm. too. So yeah, yeah I liked oh, it. Yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot too. So I think it'd be good if as we're going, like as we add things in, we go ahead and do a ranking. Sure. And see how we do compared to, you know, people that we'll be judging this year. So at, now at this point, we said Russia was your new favorite after Belarus. Right. So how do you think Bulgaria fits in here? I think Russia's still first. Okay. Um, for me. Yeah, I think I agree. I just can't, I can't not. Right. You know, go yeah. for the weirdness. I right. Think. Russia definitely brought yeah, the weird. Definitely brought the weird. Uh, so I would say they're still first. I would actually put Bulgaria second. I think I would me. too. Actually, um, yeah. not that not that Belarus was bad, but that earnestness. Plus, yes. it's a little bit more the kind of song that we tend to like. Mm-hmm. The Belarusian song was a little, not rappier, but just, no, it was, I don't know. It was a little bit further down rock lane right. or something. Something. Yeah. It was a rockier form of mm-hmm. pop rather than more lyrical form. I, I don't know what I'm saying. We're not music people. Not <laughs> not really. Not this kind of music. No. Anyway. But it was, yeah. So yeah. I think it just fit more with our interests. Um, right. So I would say, for me right now, Russia first, mm-hmm. Bulgaria second, mm-hmm. Belarus third. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Okay. okay. So now let's add one more to the mix. Uh, that'd be Ukraine. Uh, so Ukraine is bringing us Sofia Roll. Uh, and here, oh, I, I don't actually have to struggle with no. the Ukrainian uh, because it's just an English name is the only thing that we have available to us. That's Planet Craves for Love. I love the way Eurovision English works. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Sophia Roll, Planet Craves for Love. <laughs> So what do you think of Ukraine? Bring in the weird too. Yeah, I think in many ways I felt like Ukraine's performance and Russia's performance were very similar. Very similar, although I have to say that Ukraine reminded me more of Jamala. Okay, that's fair. Like there was a lot of Jamala feel okay. influence to yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. Um 
not this didn't this wasn't this wasn't a they come to your house and kill them all kind no, of no, song. No, no, It was much more uplifting, but just, I don't know, like something about the way mm-hmm. the background music was and the way she was kind of presenting sure. it felt yeah. very demol. I liked it, though. Right. Um, although I had trouble figuring out what was going on. Yeah. Because the video that they have up is neither a stage performance nor a music video. Mm-hmm. It's some sort of like... Yeah, it's open air. It's Yeah, some sort of festival. That's what it looks like. Or something. Yeah. And so there are groups of people in colored shirts doing the wave in front right. of her that are, right. do not seem to be part of the performance. Right. But are weirdly rehearsed. Right. Right. Because now, now, just just to make sure we you know, communicate this well, when we, when we say people in colored shirts, it's not just people wearing shirts that have colors on them. Rather, it's there's a section of people wearing orange shirts. Right. There's like a section wearing white shirts. The a section orange wearing day camp red shirts. And the green day camp. Yes. You know, like. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like that. Like when we go to the zoo and there are the right. day camp kids there and they're all wearing the same color Right. That's shirt. what it looks like. That is exactly. Um, but from what I can gather, the mm-hmm. actual performance is just her and her three dancers. Right. Right. And the dancers there, how would you describe them? Uh, were wearing like tree branch patterned morph suits yes and had weird hair and then had scarves yeah i'd say scarves yeah kind of silky scarves that people would dance with occasionally and they were interpretive dancing yep creative moving yeah creative moving is about Um, right i dug her look though oh yeah she was wearing like okay so at the beginning of labyrinth Mm -hmm. the dress that jennifer conley is wearing sure that that dress Mm -hmm. but then Poison Ivy vines yes. and leaves. Right. So it's like a crossover cosplay, Poison Ivy, Sarah from Labyrinth look. And that is yep. that is what she looks like. Yeah. Um, I dig it. It yeah. looks good. And her voice, I liked her voice. She has the mature voice. Yes, she does. Um, so she and Russia are probably mm-hmm. of an age. Right. Um, and it's good. I, I I actually thought her voice was stronger than Russia's. Yeah. I thought yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. 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 So would that mean you would place her above Russia and Ukraine? I don't know. This is we're, this is just like Eurovision again. It, it comes is. down to Russia and Ukraine. It, 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 yeah, it, it does. Um, strangely, I think I'm. Mm. Hmm. This is hard. Okay, so I think for staging reasons, I would yes. put Russia first. Okay, and then I would put Ukraine second. Okay. Um, that's, that's really much. hard though because I would have to see. Like, after we see Ukraine's real staging, that mm-hmm. might change. Because right. I do think she had a stronger voice. Yeah. Um, but just the festival thing, I couldn't get a good grip on what yeah. was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Russia's, like, Wild Things dancers fog machine thing was just real good. So. Right. Okay. For me, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to follow you there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, like you said, this may change if we actually see the real... Right. Um, stage performance but yeah at this point yeah i'm I'm gonna keep russia first too yeah we'll yeah. give them an edge for now yeah but i think ukraine is very close behind yes yeah, yeah definitely yeah. and another thing that stood out this song uh to me was that the the last what did you say 15 seconds something like that mm-hmm. uh we're actually all in english yeah mm-hmm. right. i would say at least 15 seconds maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit more you're right is that that is one thing while your song does have to be in one of the official languages of your country 
there is a provision, right, where you are allowed to include, I forget, it's like six lines or something like right. that in a language other than an official language right. for your country. So, of course, everyone's going to choose English. Well, well, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I assume that that's where, like, when Alexander was listing out the different right. names of music types, and they sounded very much like the English names once they, you know, put the names up behind me, so behind him so that I could see them as he was saying them. I'm wondering right. if that was how he used his, you know, six lines of English. And here Ukraine decided, well, I'm just going to sing the last verse. Right, in English. In English. Yeah. Which works. Right. I mean, it right. that, it worked. Right. So, oh, also Planet Craves for Love is in those six lines. It is. Right. So I'm guessing that just the English title is the title yeah. of the song. Yeah, we, There's no need to translate it. We have a Ukrainian yeah, translation. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's fun. I'm I am excited about these four. Mm-hmm. These four make me excited for Eurovision for Junior Eurovision. Yeah, um, because so far it is falling in line with what we expect from grown up Eurovision. Right. I was a little worried that it was going to be all too cutesy right. and not good. You know, mm-hmm. like cutesy but not right. quality. Right. But now you've heard Destiny. Yeah, and she's she awesome. was good. She's awesome. She's very good. Yeah, but you know the winner. You can't always judge all the offerings by the winner. Right. That's true. Um, but so far out of these four, like, I don't know that we have the winner necessarily, right. but well, they're all good. Yeah. Yeah. We do definitely have some solid entries yeah, here. I feel good yeah. about it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I am so excited because it's like Eurovision season again. Right. We've yeah. never got to experience the two Eurovisions in one year before. Right. Exactly. Like normally October, it's just a Eurovision desert for us. It is. Yeah. But no longer. I'm super excited that we get to do, like, the kids. That makes me happy. (laughs) Well, so we hope you're happy, too. And as we get new preview videos, we will continue. Uh, Or we might maybe break in with another um, country feature, Mm -hmm. possibly. Yeah, Yeah, we've had some suggestions on our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, So thank you, listener Mark, for that. Yes, thank you. Um, So if there is something that you would like to have us feature, a country that you are interested in, Mm -hmm. let us know. Yep. Um, If there is news that you think we should know about Mm -hmm. any of the Eurovisions, let us know. Um, But for now, I think that will do it. Yeah. Uh, Mary Eurovision Cast is a member of the Retrograde Orbit Radio family. You can find us and our sibling podcast, the Super Sentai Brothers, Mount Olympus Podcast, and the Ration Project Archives at retrogradeorbitradio.com. Well, I'm going to I'm going to stop you right there. I know it sounds like we're doing a sign off, but I think we do need to talk about Mount Olympus Podcast for a minute. Oh, I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. If you like listening to us on this right. podcast, and we hope you do, um you can get more of us Plus two of our friends yes. on Mount Olympus Podcast, which just launched. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, the full title was Mount Olympus, the Hercules and Xena podcast. Right. So if, like us, you loved Hercules and Xena in the 90s, or at least like me, I don't know if you watched them, but this, this is a perfect thing for you. You can, li- you can tune in, right? listen to us talk about Hercules or Xena, depending on the week. Yeah, every week we will go through an episode of Hercules Mm -hmm. or Xena, and we are doing them in the order that they aired. Right. So right now we're in Hercules territory. Um, So we will go through an episode of Hercules the Legendary Journeys, or Xena Warrior Princess, Mm -hmm. and uh, discuss it with our friend producer Mark and our other friend Brian. And the great thing about this podcast is that we we walk through the episode, and it takes roughly twice as long as just watching the episode. (laughs) 
That's about true. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Right. Right. So it's like if you watch an episode of, of these shows and you think, gee, I wish this were twice as long. <laughs> and there were people talking about it instead of me watching the show. That's what we can do for you. Way to sell it, Hobbit. Hey, I want you to know what you're getting. <laughs> At least check us out and see what you yeah, think. It's fun. Um, but if you and and if you like people talking about TV shows, I can also recommend the Super Sentai Brothers, right? Where two more of our friends, Matt J and his brother Dave J, uh, mm-hmm. talk about Japanese Power Rangers. So and it's it's awesome, right? The Super Sentai show. So right. Uh, well, since we're doing it, tell me about the Ration Podcast. Well, the Ration Project, uh, which is over now, right. is more of me. Right. <laughs> you came and on me occasionally. occasionally. Oh. And my friend, uh, Mrs. J, mm-hmm. actually. And we did a year of um, cooking and podcasting about the history of World War II. We lived on rations. Right. Our families lived on uh, World War II rations for a year. Right. So if um, history like that interests you, you can also check out the Ration Project archives. Mm-hmm. And all of that is available, uh, again, at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Mm-hmm. So come check us out there. Uh, if you are only interested in a Mary Eurovision cast, then you can be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. You can reach us on Twitter at Meg and Lucas. Sorry we've been quiet lately, but now that there's news, we should be hopping back on Twitter soon. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook, where we are a Mary Eurovision cast. Thanks for listening. I'm Meg. And I'm Lucas. And in the words of Lydia Ganiva, what's the difference between us? <laughs>